Hey everybody, Sunny here. Before we get to the show, I just remind you all where you can listen to my podcast, Casa Loud Chats. I'm on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more streaming platforms. I'm even on YouTube. With YouTube, just search for Casa Loud Chats and every episode of my show is up there on YouTube. And now, on with the show. And welcome to Casa Loud Chats, a podcast dedicated to Nickelodeon's The Casa Grandes and the Loud House Universe. And I'm your host, Sunny. And welcome to episode 33 of Casa Loud Chats. And today's episode is going to be very exciting because we have a full on episode discussion dedicated to the very special Loud House Season 5 premiere called School. So today we're going to be talking about the school special and everything that happened in this one hour special. It's going to be a very exciting episode and lots of exciting news to talk about that came out for this week for the Loud House and the Casa Grandes, of course. But today, I'm actually not alone in talking about the big one-hour special schooled. I have a very, very, very special guest with me here today. This person is one of my very closest friends, one of my best friends in the fandom. I've known him for a very long time. It is my very good friend, King Mitch 20, or as I like to call him, Mitch. Welcome to my podcast, Mitch! Hey, Sonny, how you doing? I'm I'm happy to be on this podcast. I'm doing great, especially that, that you're here. You know, I'm, I'm so happy that you decided to come on. I mean, you didn't ask me to come on your time, so now that you finally did, I'm so happy to have you on now, Mitch. Yeah, like, I was, I was kind of, I didn't know, I, I didn't know that I can actually, like, ask to be on this podcast. I thought you just chose people, and... When I when we talked about it in DMs, he was like, "Well, why did you ask me?" And I was like, "Oh, I didn't know I can do that." So we chose the perfect time and place, and here we are recording the podcast. And I'm very happy to do it with you. Yep, I was waiting for the perfect time to have Mitch on because I wanted it to be a special episode that we could talk about together. Since Mitch, you not just Loud House, but you love a lot of stuff. You know, like cartoons and stuff. So tell our audience a little bit about yourself, Mitch. Well, first things first. Uh, me and Sunny met. Uh, almost two and a half years ago in, um, on Discord, and we've been best friends ever since. We not only talk about the Loud House, but we also, you know, we both have similar interesting cartoons. Amphibia, Tangled the Series, OKKO, OK all of that. And I'm a huge animation fan, you know. Um, been, been, been that way ever since I was a little boy. And Miss Sunny over here has been like a real inspiration to me and stuff, you know. She helps me you know, like, get out of my shell when it comes to talking about my certain interests and stuff and my favorite characters, you know. And I'm very happy that uh, she she's like that. And again, like what I said about we became really close friends due to Amphibia, uh, watching season one of Amphibia last year. And pretty much our favorite episode together is Flood, Sweat, and Tears because that's pretty much, you know, us and stuff like that. And... And yeah, and I'm very happy to be, she's pretty much one of my best friends and stuff, you know, so she, you know, it's, it's, it's been great and I'm happy to be, I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to be, um, yeah, one of your, um, closest friends and stuff. 
Oh, I, I feel the same way too, Mitch. It's been great knowing you and, you know, you're like the one person I can really go to when I want to like spaz about my interests, whether it be Loud House or just anything else, you know, like Amphibia or whatever I'm obsessing with. So, you know, because you have a lot of interest in like any show that's on right now. So it's great that we've been, you know, we've bonded over certain shows, you know, not just the Loud House too. And, you know, we've been close for a while, you know, it's really, it's really something, you know. It is, and we have different opinions on a lot of stuff, and that's okay, because that's, you know, that's what friends do. We can't just be, oh, I like this, oh, I like this too, you know? Like, for instance, you like, I don't like, you like, uh, I like Flip, and you don't. <laughs> okay, do you want to get kicked out, kid off my podcast the minute you just came no, on? I, no, 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 I work very hard to, to, to be on this podcast. That's why you don't say that you like Flip. If any of you like Flip out there... You're not welcome to my pockets. No, I'm just kidding. I would do that. I'm not. I'm not that mean. But, uh, but yes. Uh, so back to the Loud House. So we have a lot of exciting things to talk about today with the Loud House and the Cascades. But mainly a big thing with the Loud House. Are you ready to talk about this big exciting news, Mitch? Yes, I am. All right. Let's get to it. Let's time for some Casa news. Alright, so we have a very, very exciting thing to talk about today. It's a big news thing for the Loud House. We just got renewed for season six! <laughs> yes! Which is something that I wasn't expecting. We, I can't believe we got season six. I, I knew we were gonna get season six, like I had a feeling, kind of, but I didn't think it was gonna happen, and it's actually happening. We have season six of the Loud House. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy, especially since I was expecting season five to be the last season after we get after we got confirmed again the movie that's coming out in the summer of twenty twenty one and stuff and I actually thought that Lori moving away was gonna be in the season five finale, which was gonna be the series finale, but no. That it, that obviously didn't happen. So getting that news a couple of days ago was actually really shocking. You know, and we actually have some information about season six as well we do yes thank you for a little segue so yes i have the article up here from animation magazine that i'll that i'll read to everybody out there which is uh titled nick greenlight's sixth season of the loud house nickelodeon has greenlit a 26 episode sixth season of its hit animated series the loud house which currently ranks as the number one animated show across all television and, and nickelodeon with kids six to eleven years to date Produced by Nick Nickelodeon Animation Studio, Season 6 finds the Lau family embarking on even more wild adventures packed with heart and humor, including musicals, birthday celebrations, gatherings with the Casagrandes, and hijinks featuring all the lovable characters who inhabit Royal Woods. The continued success of the Loud House is due to the relatability and the and entertaining stories of our outstanding creative team led by Dana Carveris and Michael Rupert, tells through Lincoln, his family, and all the unique characters in the series, says Ramsey Nito, president of Nick animation we can't wait to see them bring plenty of more fresh and diverse ideas to our audience in season six so mitch hearing about what we kind of have for season six with uh the birthday episodes the musicals and the casa grande gatherings 
like how excited are you for some more potential stories for season six going forward i'm really excited um because we pretty much had this we was all like jumping for joy last year when we got renewed for season five and had the information about um the kids aging up and we getting crossover episodes and holiday episodes but we're getting more birthday episodes and the Casa Grande is coming back, you know, having more potential crossover episodes yes. and stuff like that. And, yeah, I know you're excited about that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and, um, you know, like, I'm excited to see what that, see what's going to happen. It's like, it's like, we got to, it's like, we're excited about season six, but season five hasn't even, you know, just came out yesterday. <laughs> and we just, we you know, we got to, and I'm, it's just, it's a lot, it's a lot. Like, I wasn't expecting to, you know, have another season of this show and, but. I'm not complaining either because I'm I'm very excited to see what this show brings in in season six. Yeah, because I remember last year we were all so excited for season five, and they told us all the potential stuff they're gonna have with season five: the characters aging up, the crossover episodes, the holiday episodes. We don't know what the holiday episodes are, except for that one flip Christmas episode we know about, but that's all we know so far. So here. They said musical episodes. Okay, that's up my alley. I mean, I love that we're still going to get the Casa Grandes in the course because you know me. But musical episodes, that's up my alley, especially when we talk about Schooled. We had two musical numbers in school, which, you know, I love when characters get to sing in, uh, in, in shows. So the fact that we're getting more musicals and birthday episodes because we're getting the Lola and Lana birthday episode this season. So I wonder what other characters we could get for birthdays, you know, because we're, we're getting the twin birthday episode, and if we're getting another b birthday episode this season, it's like, who else, who else are they going to celebrate a birthday for, you know? It's really exciting. My bets is if they wanted to do this, they would do, like, a Lori episode, and it would be, like, her celebrating her 18th birthday, and that's when she officially becomes an adult, you know, when she tries to be an adult, but realizes that being an adult is hard, so she's gonna be like, "It's okay. I'm still. I'm glad that I'm still a young adult and a teenager and all that mess, you know." Oh, that'd be pretty interesting. I'd like to see a Lori birthday episode. Like, you know, maybe they, you know, like what she comes back to visit, like when she's in college, she comes back to visit, and they all throw like a big surprise party for her, kind of like what they did with Rita in that one episode. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, it would be. So yeah, it is really exciting we're getting season 6 because I thought that season 5 was going to be the last season because it's like, hey, we're aging up the characters and it's like, oh, well that means it might be final. Of course we have the movie. And we all would have been satisfied if we just had a season 5 and the movie because, you know, after that we had Casagrandes get confirmed for season 2 so that was pretty cool as well. So we had that. So it's like, yeah, season 5, we would have been satisfied with the ending but hearing that The Loud House is one of the most popular, the popular show on Nickelodeon right now, saying that, you know, with Spongebob, you know, Spongebob is still a thing, but it's like the fact that The Loud House is like pretty much beating Spongebob as the number one cartoon on Nickelodeon says a lot about how popular The Loud House really is. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I had it in the thought in my mind of it being just, you know, number two, which is perfectly fine, you know, because like, it's not that it has any competition, but it's but pretty much like Nickelodeon and the executives confirming that yeah, it's number one in the six to eleven demographics is is everything because it's 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 pretty much it's cash cow behind the sponge right now and and getting renewed for season six pretty much proved that you know and 
I'm very happy. It, it, it recently surpassed 100 full-length episodes, something cartoons, you know, rarely do these days, you know, if they don't surpass season season three and stuff like us surpassing being on being on nickelodeon for four years is honestly like amazing right now considering the reputation nickelodeon had in the 2010s you know like that's that's pretty much like a blessing right there but it it's it's already you know season five just started and us getting renewed for season six and it being number one and it's gonna have 153 episodes beating 10 minty 2012 like that's great. That's great. You know, it's just it's just a whole bunch of content for us Loud House fans, and it's just it just makes me happy that I'm. It just, it just makes me happy that this show is like you know my all time favorite for a reason because I'm just happy that Nickelodeon keeps you know giving us giving us the goods. You know. Yeah, I'm just I'm really happy for the, the success of the Loud House. Like the fact that we have a successful show on Nickelodeon, a, su- a successful spin-off for that matter, just got a season two, it's gonna get season two very soon, and a movie, and now a season six. I just, I can't believe it, man. Like, I like joining the Loud House fandom back in 2016, I thought this show was only gonna last for three seasons. But here we are in 2020, and this show has just gone on to be so successful. I just never thought, man. I, I just can't believe that we've been here for this long, and we're still going to be here for a very long time. Even maybe we might even get a season seven, but I don't want to be that hopeful, you know? But the fact that we've been here since 2016 says so much about how successful The Loud House really is. Yeah, that's that's another thing. It's like, next year it'll be his five-year anniversary. You know, like, that's that's a big anniversary on its own. It lasted five years without... Not once of it going like having new episodes on Nicktoons or none of that because in the back of my mind I'm I'm always like maybe it will one day maybe it will one day but then it doesn't it keeps proving it you know like and ratings really doesn't even does don't even matter anymore you know how streaming services are taking over right now and you know Nickelodeon I mean Delahouse has finally got it got finally is on a, a streaming service called. CBX All Access, you know, you can watch the first two seasons on there, you know, to officially support it, you know, and that's good, you know, and I'm, again, I'm just happy that it's it's successful, you know, like, at the end of the day, you know, throughout all the big cartoons, everybody likes to talk about the Infinity Trains, the she the Amphibias, the Owl Houses, you know, we still have our little bubble, it's pretty much been carrying Nick on his back ever since, 2016 and i'm very happy about that me too but so here's a little game that i always like to play with mitch because mitch here is like a psychic he can predict whenever new episodes of the loud house of casa grandes come back on nickelodeon he's that good and so i want to do this on, on my podcast to see if you're right or wrong so mitch do you think because we got a season six for the loud house do you think that a season three for the casa grandes might be right around the corner most definitely, I think we will get a season three for the Costa Grandes. They might do. They might do the same thing they did with the Loud House back when it first started to get popular and did the unthinkable of beating SpongeBob in the ratings, and it got renewed for season two and three in the same year. So heck, you know, we still got three more left. Three more months left of this godforsaken year. You know, they might give us a W and be like, hey, Miguel, be like, hey, guess what? Season we just started season two on Nickelodeon. We just got picked up for season three. How about that? 
Yeah, they just, they pull Loud House and like the week before season two airs, they're like, okay, you're season three. <laughs> they would definitely do that for sure, if that happens. So yeah, season six of The Loud House is coming, whatever that'll be, after season five, obviously. But it's very, very exciting that this show was so successful. So it's going to be really exciting that we have another season to look forward to after season five. Because again, the fact that the characters are aged up in season five, there's even more story potential with a season six. I, I mean, I, I guess they'll stay the aged up age they are now in season six and move forward. But again, the fact that they're promising more musical episodes, more you know, birthday episodes, and of course more Casagrande shenanigans, that's it's really going to be exciting to see what more stuff they could do. Because again, I'm already looking forward to the crossover stuff they're going to do in season five as they're promising. Like all the stuff they're promising in season five is already exciting. But it's like, here we go. Here's more content for us Loud House fans to continue with the show to like... I guess 2021 or 2022, we don't know. Most likely 2022. So that's another two years of, of content for us Loud House fans. Yeah. So it's very, very exciting. So let's move on to some other very exciting news that we just Ooh. heard about. So uh, they actually, so uh, Nickelodeon and Viacom just released the podcast slate that's going to be coming out for 2020 and 2021, and they listed all the Nickelodeon podcasts that are, that are out and going to be coming out with new episodes, and listed out loud in Casagrande Familiar Sounds are both renewed for new episodes! That's very, very exciting! I was really worried about Casagrande Familiar Sounds, because we only had like six, seven episodes that came out for that podcast, and that was back in January. And ever since then, we had no new episodes of Category Familiar Sounds. So the fact that it's finally renewed, and we're like, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna give you new episodes of the Casa Grande podcast is exciting, but also Listen Out Loud, because Listen Out Loud season three was only six episodes too. So I'm wondering what's gonna happen if we're gonna get like just six episodes this season again. But Mitch, are you are you uh, are you a fan of these podcasts, the Listen Out Loud and Casagrande Familiar Sounds, and are you excited for new episodes? Yes, I am. I um back when Listen Out Loud first premiered back in 2017, and getting all those little episodes of all the characters and stuff like it was really exciting to see like their little adventures in podcast form, you know. And then, most recently in season three, we we yeah we only got six episodes, but they were all really good. Like my favorite out of season three is the Luna and I mean, oops, the <laughs> the Sam and Lana podcast. Yes. That one was my favorite. That was like a pairing that I that I didn't think about in a million years. Like that was just an automatic ten out of ten. Made my day. I was happy about it. it gave That's what Sam a chance to be a character outside of being Luna's love interest, you know? Luna yes, there. like, yeah, like, that was episode potential right there. That could have been a whole episode on its own. My, That's how great the podcast was. My favorite still the Lincoln and Lola one. That should have been an episode. That one was so great. I don't know why they didn't make that an actual episode. They mess up sometimes. <laughs> as for familiar sounds, I love that one as well. As, you know, it been a while since, you know, they had, like, a, a lot of episodes back in early this year, you know. And early this year in 2020 was, like, seven years ago. So that's the <laughs> reason <Yeah. laughs> why I don't remember um, the familiar sounds. But the fact that it's getting picked up for season two is amazing. You know, it's like, it's more potential of, you know, episodes. Like, we can get an episode about Sid and her family, you know, Adelaide. Yes. Adelaide and Carl, you know, a Sadani. 
you know, um, podcast, you know, it's like so many opportunities that we can get. We kind of did with the one with the zoo. I mean, well, I guess it wasn't Sid Ani, but like Sid and Ronnie were there and Carl and Natalie were kind of, you know, messing around. It was mostly Sid's mom, you know, give you a tour of the, of the zoo, if I can remember correctly. But yeah, I'd like to hear a Sid Ani podcast. We've had so many clinking ones. Why hasn't Sid Ani got one, you know? I hope all the familiar sounds is nothing but Sidani and Adelaide. Oh, that 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 would be really good. I I love the 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 um the Spanish one they did, the one where they were teaching Ronnie and more Spanish, and they had a little song about it. That was great because that was tied into the the Ronnie Kid vlogs when those were a thing. <laughs> it's like man, I remember when like we had the podcast, we had the vlogs. Those were back in like early 2020, before the whole before the world exploded, you know. So it's crazy that they finally. Or bring you back the podcast. Like, I'm gonna ask you again. When do you think these will come out? Do you think they'll come out this year, or to wait till next year to bring the to come out? Well, I don't. I think Listen Out Loud is most definitely coming out next year. You know, since they've been doing it year by year each season. As for familiar sounds, I really don't know. Like they could give they they could give us new episodes at the end of this year. You know, like yeah. in November or December, since you know. December, that's the holiday season, and everybody's going to be stuck at home anyway, so you might as well listen to some good old podcast about your favorite uh, favorite character, so why not? Yeah, because I remember when uh, Cosgrave Familiar Sounds was announced. They announced it on Christmas Day. I, I think it was either it was Christmas Day or Christmas, I think it was after Christmas they announced it. It was like, hey, it was like Merry Christmas, Cosgrave Familiar Sounds, coming in January. So it's like maybe they could announce it like on like Thanksgiving or something, you know. It's like, hey, new episodes are coming out. So it's really exciting what else they could do with the familiar sounds. I, I really want Sid to get her own podcast. She, she deserves it. Or her own episode in the actual show. That's what I want. Honestly, I feel like both of those will happen because, like, Sid is such an amazing character. Yeah. Yeah, so I hope we get some of those. So, yeah, that's very exciting. Then let's move on to more exciting news. There's just so much exciting news. Uh, So much. My heart can't can't take it. I know. I'm shaking just thinking about it. So, uh, during the school special, we got a new or or two new promos for the new Loud House and Casa Grande episodes that are coming out on the 18th, which, uh, you know, they are going to be the Lenny, the Click and McCloud episodes from the Loud House, and the two Casa Grande episodes coming out. So, Mitch, when you saw these promos, did they get you really hyped and excited for these new episodes coming out? Uh yes they have. Like after the after the um the first commercial break they instantly showed the promo. Yeah. And what instantly caught my attention was like Lenny. Like she was screaming and stuff and I was like, Oh no, what's gonna happen? You know, so that that has me um pretty excited. And they showed another little tiny bit promo promoting the smarter pants challenge things that they do on Nick, you know, to yep, see if people actually play those things. <laughs> But I'm glad that they showed it because I watched it again um, after the after the episode ended, and I was like rewinding it to see like like she's pretty much just trying a new approach, trying to be you know like bossy and stuff, you know, to be a little bit of aggressive like Lori was um, when she was there because you know she's the oldest now, she's the new boss of the house, as the title says, the boss maybe with a question mark because she's not she's not really ready yet, you know like. If you seen the season premiere yesterday, she really didn't. She pretty much couldn't function without Lori being there, 
and that's kind of a plot point throughout the episode you know so i'm still excited because like this is a big thing for her and i hope all her episodes this season if she gets two three i hope she gets 12 um you know pretty much just focusing on her trying to be a good a good leader of the house pretty much doing what Lori did or do the, do the things her own way you know and be the best sister that she can be because this is a big step because everybody's going to have to rely on her now which is i know it's a lot for her to think about as you know she's she's 17 now you know like and as you know like back to leader of the rack um that was pretty much like her biggest conflict you know she's trying to balance out two things like her work for it like basking like with her friends and also trying to do a good job of her work so with this one is she don't want to mess up um and she just want to be the best boss ever you know like pretty much like that and i feel like they're gonna do a good job i hope they do a good job with this you know because i wasn't expecting this episode like to be literally the second episode after you know the, the the one hour special that literally set up everything what season five is going to be about yeah the fact that they actually are doing this like again like season five feels like they're actually doing a story with the show now because you know we've talked about how the loud house back in you know seasons one or two or even like three-ish did not have any continuity in what's in any episode whatsoever until you know season two we got relative chaos that kind of changed the status quo but that was for side characters but now we've slowly gotten some continuity and some callbacks with the show that they've done slowly and season four they did the Casagrande arc which was you know against side characters but now we have a a full-on season that's gonna be really just focused on the characters who are aged up and everything's changed and they're gonna stick with it and so the fact that Lenny's gets the first episode after the special where she's gonna take over as the leader role because Lori's not around anymore because I mean when I saw that one promo from the Smarty Chance the Smarty Pants challenge we did see a glimpse of Lori in there so we'll probably see like, how Lori's doing at Fairway while Lenny's trying to take over. Maybe they'll, like, kind of do, like, a side-by-side -side comparison. Maybe, like, Lenny calls Lori to tell her that she's kind of been messing up and she doesn't know what to do. And Lori kind of gives her advice about maybe you should just try to do it the way I did or something. Or maybe you shouldn't do it the way I did and stuff. And that's when Lenny is, like, you know, stressing out and stuff. So, the fact that they decided that, hey, we are just going to stick with what we're doing and do this as a entire storyline like like a sh like this has continuity it's like now like i feel like with the show there can be episodes which are filler kind of i guess the click of the cloud episode will probably be a filler episode but with the lenny episode you have to watch the show now to be like oh wait where's that older sister where's the blonde older sister she's not here anymore no she's at college now so you have to actually watch the show and understand that no, Lenny's now the oldest now because Lori's not here anymore. So it's really exciting that they're just sticking with this and continuity is going to play a huge role in the season. More than it ever did in any other season, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what set season five apart from the last four seasons of the show because the last four seasons was, you know, like, it was all episodic. You know, it, well, it had continuity with it, but it was just, you know, like small bits and pieces compared to when the loud kids when we found out about the news when the loud kids aged up we was like what are they gonna do what are they gonna do you know like look he's gonna go to middle school you know Lori's gonna graduate you know college like i mean high school you know it's, it's gonna be a lot and pretty much like 
this first episode of season five was just like that and it was it was amazing and i can't wait to see what they do next throughout this entire you know 48 to 52 episode run that they that we're gonna have throughout the rest of 2021 yeah it's just so exciting and you know that those the, that promo or those promos were really exciting too because like seeing <laughs> you know when when I see that my two favorite, like my one, like a, a favorite character of mine is wearing a new outfit, mostly it happens with Ronnie and I have to draw it. So I saw the Casagrande ones and Ronnie was wearing this new outfit that's for the uh, Mexican makeover episode where they have to like try to impress their, one of their relatives coming over for their, just to show that they're like cultured in their Mexican culture and stuff. I was like, well, you know, I got to draw this again. But then they showed Lincoln and Clyde as they're going to be spies in the family bonding episode. So Lincoln, Lincoln's wearing like a spy suit. So I'm like, just, you know, the last of the Casagrandes are just like begging me to draw fan art. And I did. I stayed up all night drawing fan art for it. Literally, as I did when I saw that, it was just like great seeing new costumes for the characters as well. But like, yeah, I'm really excited for these new episodes. I mean, I was already excited enough, but just that promo was like, more new outfits for your favorite characters? Here you go. Now go draw it. <laughs> you know, so I'm really, really excited for next week of what, you know, these episodes are going to bring us. I am too. Like, I'm, I'm really excited because like, not only the Lenny episode, looks promising like the clinker mccloud episode looks really fun as well like they're gonna be spies you know like that's that's that sounds like a really fun concept for them to do i don't know and i forgot what they're gonna be like spying about but it's it's still it's still gonna seem like it's no, a fun episode especially since like the family's involved oh yeah the new neighbors see new neighbors you know that's another thing the new neighbors is like another thing that's probably gonna be about continuity you know we may yeah. see them again or they may be one-offs like the Yates's in season two in that episode that everybody forgot about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that was I, I was saying that in my last podcast. I'm thinking these new neighbors might actually stick around versus the Yates, and they'll kind of be like the Casa Grande's neighbors in the apartment where they're like there for like they're kind of like the Mister Grouse where they just show up randomly or just like, hey, we're still here, you know. So maybe that will happen where they stick around. Yeah, I mean, it'll be nice. It'll be real nice that if that happens, you know. Also, um, like we also have our, like you said earlier, we also have our first official in a, in a main cast um, out of the uh, kids. The twins are having a seven birthday party. Yes. You know, like that's that's amazing. That's we next can't wait to see what that's going to be about. Yeah, that's the week after these. I can't wait to see yeah. that promo. <laughs> That's also paired with the Sadati episode. I can't wait to see the Sadati episode. Like, I can't wait to see if they give us oh, a yes. for that. Oh, yes. I can't, I can't wait to see that as well. You know what? Like, the one thing we didn't see from these episodes, uh, or this, this promo for the episodes, we saw nothing for the Carl and Adelaide episode. And that's this week. You're right. You're absolutely right. We didn't see absolutely nothing from that. I mean, unless there is a scene from there, but I felt like there was nothing for that episode. I think, I think. Again, I feel like, yeah, they honestly showed a lot of chaos and stuff in the promo that was from the episode about Rosa's mother's mother coming and them all trying to act prim and proper and all of that so that they can be perfect and all of that. But nothing from the Carl and Adelaide episode, which I honestly forgot about because I didn't see. Like not a, not a peep in it, uh, in that promo. 
Yeah, so that you, you should know this, but when Nickelodeon doesn't show anything in the promo from in the show anything from an episode in the promo, that means they're trying to keep something a secret. You know, they probably know how hype we are for the Carl and Island episodes, so they're like, let's not give anything away until like you know Instagram posts like a sneak peek or something. You know, so yeah, I I was like, wait, where? Why is there no Carl and Adelaide? I mean, there was like that one scene in a sneak peek where they showed like every day for the fall in Nickelodeon, but. Carl and Natalie are going to be in two episodes. They're going to be in this one and the Sleepover episodes. We don't know what episode that's from. Uh, so, yeah, it's just kind of weird they didn't show anything from that. So, I guess they're just trying to keep However, yeah. they did in a, in a new, um, a little promo to hype up the stuff that's premiering in the fall on Nickelodeon. Yeah. They did show us, like, three seconds of the episode that they're going to be a part of where they um, cut uh, Hector's nose, nose hairs off. And they, and they give a high five. Well, that's what I was saying. We don't know what episode that's from. Because, again, Carl and Adelaide are in Uptown Funk. They star in that one. But they're also in the Sadati episode. That is true. They're in both. So it can be know. one out of two of those. Yeah. So we don't Either know. way, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to Uptown Funk. Like, I can't wait for that. Because I feel like there's going to be a lot of shippy potential between Carl and Adelaide. <laughs> you know? So, it, like... Uh, I just, I'm like speechless after that promo. It just looks so promising and I can't wait for these episodes when they premiere. Same, honestly. So yes. Casa Grande's been holding back on this. Yeah, and, and by the way, like I said before, we still have three more episodes to go for season one. We have, you know, two, like, we have two segments in each episode, and Casa Grande says 21, and we're on episode 18 with Boo Boo Business and Wonder Party after they premiere. So I assume, I'm going to say, either this week or next week, we'll find out the final last episodes of Casa Grande season one. And I still think... And I don't want to be wrong about this, but obviously I will be because I'm always wrong about everything. I still think the last episode of Cascade of Season 1 will be a special. Because uh, we we still haven't gotten that one episode that they talked about where the Chang family, um, uh, Sid's mom was supposed to be cooking like a like a, a, a dish, like a, a, I think like an Asian dish or something. We still haven't gotten that episode, unless it's going to be in one of these episodes, but... Right now, we still haven't gotten that, but I still think the last episode of Cascarones is going to be a special. But if not, you know, it's another, like, two-minute, two segments, that's okay, you know. But, I, 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 what, what, like, when do you think we'll find out the last episode of Cascarones from uh, season one? I keep saying familiar style. Season one of the show. When do you think we'll find out the last episodes? Um, of season one? Most yeah. definitely before early October, at least. We, we have to know something about it in early October. Because, hey, that's when the Casa Grande premiered. Yeah, and again, like, for some reason, Canada said they're going to premiere Season 2 October 24th. That means we have to premiere Season 2 right after Season 1 ends, you know? So it's going to be crazy if we find out, like, oh, here's the last episodes that Season 2 is premiering, like, what, right after it. So we don't know. But, yes, yeah, so these new, new episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grandes, don't forget, they are at a new time slot on Fridays every every week. So it'll be Loud House and Casa Grandes back-to-back at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't miss them. They're going to be very exciting. All right, so the last piece of news for the Loud House and the Casa Grandes is updates for the Loud House and the Casa Grandes YouTube page. 
And the only updates we have right now are two clips from Schooled, which we'll talk about anyway, so we, we don't need to discuss them here, and a Lori and Bobby tribute video that they posted today. Uh, but Mitch, I'm going to ask you, uh, have you watched any of the content from the Loud House and the Cascarades YouTube page, and do you enjoy any of the content they post? I do. I, I do. I enjoy it a lot. Frankly, um, I have seen... A bunch, I've seen some of their videos that they post out. Most recently, yeah, they have posted the Lori and Bobby tribute video, which I haven't seen because, like, I, I remember pretty much everything from it, you know, from their relationship yeah. since season one. But, yes, I'm I'm very loyal to the Loud House and Casa Grande's YouTube channel, and I'm happy that they have their own separate channel instead of it being bunched up with all on Nickelodeon's YouTube channel, you know, filled with a bunch of stuff nobody cares about. So they just made their own cross brand the YouTube channel, you know, with Lincoln and Ronnie in, which I'm, which is very nice. Yeah, I love that they combined it because they could have had separate um, YouTube pages, like how they have the separate Instagrams. But the fact that they combined it into one YouTube page with both the Loud House and the Casa Grandes is great. Okay, so that is all the news for the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. So we are going Woo! to take... Yes, <laughs> all very exciting news, of course. Like, that was a lot of news to talk about. Like, I didn't think I was going to be talking about Season 6 this week, but here we are, and of course the promo and the podcast, like, this. So much given to us. We got, they're feeding us all this content. It's just crazy to, th to talk about. Keep it going. Yeah, Keep yeah, yeah. Yeah, like literally, I feel like literally as I, when I post this podcast on Monday, because now I have a new um, set as I upload new episodes every Monday, they're going to like pump, pump out something big and I'm going to have to record a mini podcast, which yeah, but um. So yeah, that was all very exciting news, of course. And again, don't forget the new episodes of The Loud House at the Casa Grandes are going to be premiering at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on, on uh, September 18th. So don't miss them. So we are going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the big Loud House season five premiere of school. The big one hour special. We are finally going to talk about it, discuss this big school special, what we thought of it and how we're going to talk about it with dividing it in different sections and stuff. So we're going to be right back talking about schooled. This is it, middle school. And we'll make this day look easy. But we're not lit. We're not cool. And my stomach's really queasy. I don't think I can go through with it. Just take a deep breath and get a grip. Our strategy is tight. Our game is strong. We got this. We got this. We'll get through it all together. We got this. We got this. We're invincible. We're a team. We're a troop. We're the best forever friend group. I've got your back. I know that you've got mine. Trust me, we'll be fine. Feeling impending doom. Getting shoved inside a locker. I can't find my classroom. And this machine just ate my dollar. I miss pizza day already. Look at this delish mystery spaghetti. We can rule these hallways side by side. Trust me, we'll be fine. We got this. We got this. Trust me, we'll be fine. We got this. We got this. Trust me, we'll be fine. And we are back to talk about the big Loud House season five premiere, the big special called Schooled. 
it's very exciting. We, we finally had the premiere of school. It was very exciting. It was really awesome to finally get the special. So to talk about the special, because it is a one hour special, there was a lot of stuff to digest in the special. And I was thinking about how we were going to talk about the special because there's so much to talk about. So I decided that I was going to divide up different sections to talk about with the specials. That there is a bunch of stories going on, mainly three stories about Lincoln, Lori, and, and Lily, but Lenny also plays a part two so we get to talk about her but before we yes <laughs> Mitch, is, Mitch loves Lenny but before we get into that I actually want to do overall thoughts of the special before we dive right into it so Mitch since you are my guest I'd like you to go I'd like you to go first what are your overall thoughts on school as a special it is currently my favorite special of the entire series it beat 11 lives of Lincoln a leaping and <laughs> Honestly, yeah, speaking of Lincoln, he was the absolute highlight of this entire special, in my opinion. It was pretty, it, it made up for the lack of seas of him not really being, uh, having really any good episodes or really good attention in season four since it was, you know, focused on everybody else, you know, because like his last episode before this was Friends and Dry Places, which was, which was good, you know. But he, he just needed a little more and pretty much what this special was was like, Okay, we're gonna we're gonna give you we're gonna give you like everything. We're gonna give you like everything that you missed about Lincoln, you know. We're gonna give you his operations, we're gonna give him his yes. his PowerPoints, we're gonna give him, you know, everything that you missed about since season one. He freaking, you know, talked to talk to uh talk to the people. He talked to us. Yes. He hasn't done that since season the beginning of season four, you know? I missed it. And, you know, like, this is honestly a really great start to the season. And, like, a really great start to the season. I'm very, very excited to see what we, we'll be getting, you know. Very excited. So, 9 out of 10, in my opinion, right now. Yeah, so I loved the special. Like, I knew I was going to love it, of course, because it was focused on Lincoln mainly. I mean, there's three stories, obviously, but Lincoln is the main focus. And, wow, <laughs> they did so much with Lincoln that it just felt so welcoming again you know like with season one they brought back so much so much stuff from season one like he said the operations he said put this operation into action he called himself the man with the plan which has been such a long time since he said that and he like convinced the principal to like let him in the you know in the class and stuff he did his powerpoint he had the convincing suit he talked to the audience which again he hasn't done since like the beginning of season four and they never brought it back again until now it felt like they were going back to their roots. It felt like season one again. It felt like the show again. Like, the overall special felt like it was Loud House again. And it just felt so exciting to feel that way about the show. Since I've been a fan since 2016. So it's like, wow, we're, get we're getting back into what our roots are. And that's why I actually wanted, when I talked about it, my predictions for school is I wanted them to go back to the roots of the show. Introduce us to the world again because these characters are aging up. So Lincoln talking to the audience was great. Him showing off how skilled he is with, you know, convincing and planning and all this stuff. It was just like... Again, like, Link is my boy, so the fact that he's shined so well in this episode, I, I know we were supposed to talk to him about him last, but I love him so much, and I'm so happy he got so much to do in this special. But yeah, and besides Lincoln, I, I like the other side plots too, but we'll get into those in a second. But yeah, I think this is probably my favorite special, probably next to Last Thanksgiving. I still think Last Thanksgiving is my favorite special overall, but this really 
they did such a great job with this. I didn't they I didn't know how they were gonna pull it off, but they did it so well. So I really enjoyed it. I would say probably a nine out of ten too. I really I really loved it a lot. Same here. Alright, so overall thoughts. So let's get into the the meat of this special. So we're dividing all these sections to talk about each section or each story of the special. So first we're going to talk about Lori slash Lenny, because Lori had a very important part in the special, but Lenny was kind of in it too as well. She had a little side plot, and I know Lenny's your favorite, so I'd like you to go first about this. What did you think about Lori's part of the episode, or even Lenny's part of the episode? Well, I'm going to go with Lori first, because she had a really important part in this episode of going on her first day to Fairway University and honestly like it was okay you know like it was a it was nice it, it was pretty much like her going on all these different floors just to try to you know fit in the first one was a quiet floor that was, she had to be quiet you know her name's Lori Lau so you know that's <laughs> that's gonna be hard the second one was a batting cage this floor, which is like, what? Like, you can easily get a concussion by getting knocked out with a golf ball, you know? I don't get why this school hasn't been shut down. <laughs> this school is I'm very dangerous. I'm surprised they get called for, like, violations on all of that. Did like, it, did it worry, people just... Didn't Lori take a tour of Fairway? Didn't they show her the dorms? Did, wouldn't they have told her, oh, by the way, did you know we have a watered hazard floor? Wouldn't that be kind of important to tell, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it would be important. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're totally fine. You're totally fine. <laughs> but as I was saying, um, yeah, that's exactly what that's, that's, that was like the floors and she was kind of getting like sad about it so she hit up her boyfriend you know who, who, who we haven't seen officially in the show in a in a little while pretty much like since season three i would say but we also you know we we they had the episode in the casa grandes which yeah. is very nice bobby bobby returned something that i wasn't expecting something that sunny wasn't expecting no. you know and they actually showed us a sneak peek pretty much like pretty much the whole Lori's whole segment yeah. like like that whole five minutes and like a little bit of a change that we didn't see was her whole segment so I was like wow that's it yeah it was okay uh, honestly it like, was it was okay Mitch how was I wrong about Lori's plot like I like literally when I you know I kind of threw it out there but like before we saw the sneak peek I was like Oh, what if Bobby appeared to school to help Lori? And I'm like, no, there's no way. And then so I see the sneak peek on my Twitter and I literally have a heart attack. And I'm like, I got something right for once? I, that's the first time in Loud House history that I got something right for once. I can't believe my little prediction that Bobby being in school, I didn't think for a sec I didn't think for any moment that he'd be in the special and that he shows up with Lori, I couldn't believe I was right. And I got so excited, I was like, I know what this means. This means Lori's gonna move with the Casa Grandes. It has to mean that. And it's like, no, he's just there for 
fan service. <laughs> Obviously. I, I can't believe I was wrong about that. I, that they should have set that up, man. I, I'm really disappointed that Lori decided to stay. Because, again, that school is dangerous. Why why are you still living there? You know, especially with the water hazard floor. You get to swim every day to go to class. Like, do, does every student do that? Like, seriously, this You school, see, that's... that's... No, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you're totally fine. You're totally fine. But, like, yeah, it's like each floor is like you got to be quiet on one. So that's going to be a problem. Then you got to avoid getting killed by a golf, by like a million golf balls coming at you at once. Then you got to avoid drowning in sand. Then you got to avoid drowning in water or getting ate up by an alligator. It's like, excuse me, did we, did we not did we not see this? Was they trying to hide this from us? And don't you forget about me? Yeah, so I thought that, like, when Lori saw how terrible the school was, Bobby would be like, wait, why don't you just come live with me in the Casa Grande building? Because they have an open apartment they didn't use with Arturo. It's still there. So I don't get why they didn't do that. But, of course, I mean, you know, I guess Loud House just isn't ready for that big of a change, you know. If that would have happened, that might have been too much, you know. So they had to let Lori stay. Even, again... It's a dangerous college that I don't know why any student would be living on. Again, th that didn't anyone tell her? And don't you forget about me that there's like a quiet floor that you can't even talk on? And golf balls flying everywhere and a uh, water hazard floor and sand? I just don't get it. I mean, I again, I know it's a cartoon, but you, you, you know, it's like I don't get how anyone could live on this this college. You know, if my parents saw a college that had an entire floor where you threw golf balls at each other, they probably want to sue the school. You know, I'm just saying, it's just it just doesn't seem right. You know? Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. It was like if I if I was if I was me, I would have freaking called the authorities or like the dean. You know, the the the, the man in charge. You know, like what's going on, man? Like who wanna who wanna who wanna live in the in that college where you gotta survive for your life, or either just be quiet, you know, for the rest of your life like a quiet kid or something like that, you know? Well, I guess that's what I guess that how that's how a golf school works. It's like we gotta get you prepared for anything, so we have to make you live in like conditions like throwing golf balls everywhere and you know swimming for your life. Is it like, like if if the Loud House Universe had an art school, would I be living in a, a dorm area where all people would be painting my face or something? <laughs> you know, I don't know. It just it just seems so wacky, even more wacky than the Loud House, and that's saying something, you know. Yeah, that's in a lot. But you know, Lori still is gonna try to make the best of it, and that's uh, you know great for her. So hopefully, we'll see what happens with Lori in school. You know, maybe we'll get to see more stories with her. Because, again, we did see a tiny sneak peek in the Smarty Pants Challenge with Lori golfing. We saw her at the school. So I think she's going to show up in the boss, maybe. Yeah, she might show up as a cameo, like as a phone call. Like, pretty much like what Lori did when she wanted to talk to Lenny. You know, which was really nice to see. You know, talk to her, you know, her second oldest. Because, you know, they've been friends since birth. You know, so it was nice. So I feel like that's exactly what's going to happen when Lenny stresses out and needs somebody to talk to. And she goes to her oldest and be like, what do I do? What do I do? And then she, you know, give her big sister advice on how to, you know, watch the kids and stuff. Yeah. 
And even though Lori didn't end up moving with the Casagrandes that I wanted, I still think she's going to still show up more often in the Casagrandes, definitely during season two as like a, a side character or just like more appearances because now she's closer to the city and closer to Bobby now. So I think we'll see her more often in the spinoff than we already did, you know, with two appearances. But I think she'll appear more often in the Casagrandes moving forward. Most definitely. That'd be that'd be nice to see some potential run in in Lori episodes. Hey. Oh yes, I, I really hope so. I I would love an episode like that, please. <laughs> please, please, please. Alright, and then speaking of Lenny, let's move on to Lenny. And I know she's your favorite character, of course. So Lenny had a little side plot in here, kinda tiniest side plot where she went to preschool because she kinda missed preschool and enjoyed it like Lily was going to preschool. So what did you think about Lenny's little side plot thingy going on this episode hmm so the boss movie comes out next Friday. <laughs> uh, did you love that scene when Lenny's just like wait Lori don't go I need you to help me pick out clothes <laughs> you see you see listen <laughs> yes to the fans that, that are going to be listening yes I didn't I forgot to mention that Lynn is my favorite character. You know, I talk about her sometimes on Twitter, you know, and sometimes it gets attention, you know, negative attention, positive, you know, either way, I, thanks to this wonderful human being right here, makes me feel better every time when I talk about her, and she's my number one for a reason, you know, and the one main thing that I wanted in season five was her finally having a backbone and being pretty much like preparing for to be the new the boss around the house you know like i said a lenny version of no guts no glory and pretty much it was it was either that or like like it was it, pretty much that 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 has to be her first episode and lo and behold the loud house guard is like you know what let's let's get let's get him what he wants this time that's exactly what they did because before the premise came out I thought the boss maybe was a parody of the boss baby. That terrible movie that people forgot about. It's I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yes, it is. It, it probably got pushed too. back to 2022 or something. Yeah, it also has an animated series, I think, on Netflix. <laughs> yes, it does. But yeah, I thought it was gonna be a Lily episode, and Sony over here was like, "No, Mitch, it's gonna be a Lily episode." You know, like the boss. Like, she's going to be the new boss of the house, you know? You know, and I'm like, man. Then I got, got a little excited, but I was still skeptical. And then she tagged me when, tagged me on Discord when um the official synopsis came out. And he was like, I was right. What? Oh, shoot. You know, and then I got excited. That's when I started to speculate. That's when I was like, they actually, they actually did it. They actually gave me an episode like this, you know? And I'm really looking forward to it. So what did they do in the season premiere when the first promo came out and I thought it was going to be about, you know, like Lenny um, being sad that Lori's moving away? No. Instead, it's her pretty much not going on the first day of 12th grade, you know, being a senior. Senior, you know, remember that? (laughs) Seniors! And now Lori's like, um... College kids? College college freshmen. College freshmen. <laughs> starting all over starting all over again. Yeah. But yeah. She didn't go to uh she didn't go to school on the first day because she couldn't decide what to wear. 
she was still in her bathrobe five hours later trying to decide and I'm like Lenny sweetheart aren't you the fashion one yeah aren't you the one that knows about all the fashion and, and tell people what to wear yet you don't know what to wear yourself like I know we've seen a little bit of it in um in um garage band where she was trying to find out like what to wear and stuff like and it was pretty much her wearing the same dress and all of that and I thought that was just like yeah so I guess that is kind of continuity to it Lenny really don't know what to wear unless Lori kind of tells her or gives her advice on it but I kind of didn't see that because I'm like Lenny you know your big day is coming up in six days where you got to be the leader you got to wear like Lori said in the beginning where you have to start choosing your do do do, do things on your own because you, you you're, you're soon gonna be driving vanzilla you know taking lincoln to the freaking you know comic book store taking luna to her band practices all of that you know you got to do that for them when the parents can't be there you know hopefully you actually learn how to drive this time instead of failing 17 times like you did back in season one and then the second day she finally decides to go except she just literally wore one piece of everything that she wanted to that she that she wanted to wear on the first day which I unironically look really cute and hopefully somebody draws that please and thank you um so yeah she ended up getting on the wrong bus and I was like oh okay where is this gonna go and she talks to the babies and she doesn't she, she don't think for a second because ha ha Lenny is stupid that she's on a bus full of full of babies so she just goes there and then we see her um talking to them talking to a little cute baby and being like hey you want to talk you want to hang with us you want to sit up here by lunch and i'm like huh so yeah like even if this was like an actual person she would still be kind and and you know all happy and stuff which really honestly was, was cute and then we cut back to her um pretty much like everybody's like what does the duck go and she goes quack quack make all the noises and you know playing little shopping cart game and stuff like that and falling asleep with everybody and then and from chowder comes in you know aka the teacher from potty mouth if anybody remembers her uh says oh she's just a volunteer she just she she you know she has the perfect mindset just for those babies you know and I'm like okay I see I see I see what you're trying to do and then she was just sucking up them and I I don't know why that that made me smile I was like okay I can forgive y'all for that I can forgive y'all for that yeah and then at the very end like she pretty much convinces Lily to go back to go to um elementary i uh, go to you know pre-k or whichever just because they have finger painting bounce houses all of that and then they end it with her you know still going going there and say she'll go to big girl school for real this time and that was it yeah like I feel like they should have not done anything with Lenny, you know? Like, if, th if this if this is what they were going for, I'm like, wow, wh why did you have to do this? We really 
we really didn't need this subplot, you know? I mean, I guess it was fine that Lenny was, like, real, like, real life preschool was, like, hanging out with the babies, enjoying their company and stuff, but you could have just had Lenny tell Lily that she enjoyed preschool before, not literally go there and spend time there because she couldn't even figure out what to wear, you know? It was just so odd. Like, I don't know why they did this. It was, I don't know why they just... I, I guess they were like, oh, we need to, we need to do something with Lenny. So it's like, here we'll do we'll give her that this like we'll do one last Lenny is dumb joke before our actual good episode, you know. But hopefully this is the last time they ever do a Lenny is dumb joke because again, Lori's gone now, so Lenny's gonna have to kind of step up and you know s stop trying to make dumb jokes about her and actually make her a real true leader who has to learn to drive and you know, be the leader and look out for her siblings and stuff. Not someone who can't even figure out what to wear, and it's a fashionista, by the way. That's, what's, that's the most irritating part. If it was like freaking Lana trying to decide to wear a t-shirt and overalls and stuff, you know, that would have been like, okay, I understand that. Because, you know, she's not, she, Lana obviously don't know anything about fashion. You, you know, but like Lenny, like your whole your whole character up to you know up to you know up to now is based on fashion, and yet you don't know which one to choose for yourself. You don't know which one you look good in. You know you don't know which one you can oppress some. <coughs> I mean Fiona, somebody in there, you know, somebody in there to make you be like, oh shit, look at look how good she looks. You know, nobody. That's the, that's just that's just sad. That's just really sad. Yeah. And like you said, I hope it's the last time for a while they do something like this. Because, yeah, again, for like the 30th time, next Friday, it's a big moment to 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 the, the start of something new. You know, it's, it's her time to shine. You know, I'm, I'm ready for it. Please do not let me down. Please don't let Mitch down, because if you do, I'll be coming for you, Nickelodeon. I will knock down your door and riot if you mess up Lenny's big chance of being a bigger, older sister now. But uh, also, speaking of the other characters, like the other siblings, like, it felt so odd that, no like, besides Lincoln, Lily, uh, Lori, Lenny, and even Lisa, like, the others didn't get anything to do. We didn't see it, what Luna, Wan, the twins we're up to, you know, and, and, I mean, oh, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about Lynn. <laughs> oh yeah, Lynn also has a subplot in here too, we'll talk about her here. Um, what did you think about Lynn in this episode? I want well, as a as a rewatch of rewatching this episode, again, just to get my point of view before um, talking about this lovely episode with you, Yeah. I, at first, I thought it was, you know, okay, but at the same time, it's kind of annoying now. You know, it's kind of annoying, except for the last part, uh, where um, at the end, she freaking, you know, be like, hey, Mrs. Maria is the principal. What, what are you doing? You, you gotta have a hall pass. She's like, I'm the principal. What are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, you should know. Closes the, <laughs> sticks the sticky yeah. note on her face, and then opens up the, the locker. She's gone. And I'm like, that was hilarious. That was yeah. hilarious, because I guess, you know, Lynn is also a ninja, so she's like, Oh, I messed up. Let me go. You know, but the first part um, was good as well, where she helped Lincoln, you know, get to Ball Hoffner's class. Yeah. You know, put the thing on her head and took took him there and stuff. But the other three times that she 
popped up and stuff. I they I really didn't care for. They could have cut that out. Yeah. Honestly. And stuff. But like, yeah, she's the hard minded and stuff. You know, she gotta set her ground and kind of be a little foiled for Lincoln and all of that stuff. But other than that, it was all right. Like the first and last scenes of her being a hard minded was good. The rest they could have kind of scrapped. Yeah. Like, oh, I almost and then Lucy. I almost forgot about Lucy. Story of my life. Anyway. Um. But yeah, with Lynn. They wrote, again, that was another thing you really didn't need to do. Like, again, they could have done anything with another sister. Again, for some reason, they had Lisa in that one part build the robot for, for Lily, so I guess we'll talk about it with Lily. But Lynn, it was like, okay, I guess we need a foil for Lincoln. But my main question is, does Lynn not have any classes? Because, <laughs> like, there's that one scene where Lincoln, you know, asks the teacher, Mr. How do you say his name? Bohardner? Bohardner? Bo, Bo, Bo Hoffner. Bo Hoffner, right? The Hoff. David Yeah, Hoff. pretty much the Hoff. He looks nothing like David Hoff. I'm like, like the Hoff. Yeah, so... He'll never be as good as David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Alright, so he asks the Hoff to go to the nurse. But then Lynn is still there in the, in the hallway during class hours, right? So, like, does Lynn not have any classes as hall monitor? It's like... Where doesn't she have class? Does she have school? You know, classes she used to go to. Did they not explain that? Because I know she was like, "Oh, I'm the hot monitor this year." But it's like, Lynn, aren't you supposed to be reporting to class? You know, like I was hoping that maybe at the end, like the principal would have said, "Lynn Loud, you've been skipping class all day because you you have been playing hall monitor." You know, so. I don't know. I mean, I guess she has classes, but it was just so weird that she was still there even during class time. You know. It's just so odd. I mean, yeah, like, I can understand that, but at, at the same time, you know, hall monitors have to be there, you know, like, during to catch people that are probably skipping, or if they don't have their hall pass, they use the bathroom, you know, something like that. They do have to be there for that. So that's probably, like, the only explanation, the reason, like, she, her popping up all those times to catch Lincoln and um, the others in the act and stuff like that. It reminds me of the Spongebob episode, Hall Monitor, where he went a little too far being Hall Monitor. Yeah, but that one was better than hers. <laughs> That's true. You know, it's, it's season one, you know, we talking about the Spongebob yeah, episode. Like, I'm sorry, but Lynn, you know, I did not really care for any of Lynn's episodes last season, except for Good Sports. I think that's the only really great Lynn episode we had that season. I mean, they're, I mean, they're fine, like, on the nice and singled out. They're fine, but I don't think they were all amazing. And here it's like, Lynn was extremely annoying. Like, even more than she's been in past seasons. Like, I, like Lynn used to be my least favorite sister. Because in season one, I found her obnoxious. And, you know, it's hard for me to say that because I know there's a lot of Lynn fans out there. And it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of a thing to hate Lynn. I don't hate Lynn, but... The way that she was portrayed here, I felt she was, she, was, she was super obnoxious. And I don't want her to keep doing this or them to keep making this a running guy. Because if they keep making this a thing, it might get tiring after a while, you know? Yeah, like, I really hope they don't do this, you know, a lot. Because it will get boring and it'll kind of bring those little reasons on why people don't like Lynn back up and stuff. Because, like, I agree with you. She... Honestly, like, season four has really been a good season for her in terms of, like, character character growth. Because, yes, Good Sports is my favorite episode from Lynn. Single That was okay. Aren't That Nice was okay as well, you know? 
But yeah, like honestly, like she was all right. You know, like they honestly could have like cut that out. You know, you know they could have done a whole like rule of threes with with Lynn being a hall monitor and stuff like like not five times. Yeah, yeah, it was just too much for me. All right, so those are the tiny little subplots that happened in this episode. So let's move on to the second big plot of this episode: Lily going to preschool. So, what do you think about Lily's plot in this episode with mom and dad? First things first. Lily is the only one that actually got, you know, new clothes. A design change. Close. She also got a design change too. Yeah, she did. She now and has um, she, she now has bigger eyes and bigger eyelashes than she used yeah, to. Have. Yeah, because she's two now. She's two years old, and you know now she actually has clothes, which is really cute. You know, like a you know white t-shirt and light pink pants. I mean, light purple pants to fit with her um, color scheme and stuff. And yeah, this is a big thing for Lily as well because before this. Every, every time we always got Lily episodes, it was just kind of meh because like, what can you do with a what can you do with a baby besides poop jokes, you know, or about her like potty mouth, you know? Yeah, I mean, come but on, they act, potty mouth is yeah, legendary. They, you know, that's a great legendary episode, man. Not as legendary as the episodes that I'm going to be talking about. And the oh. given Sunday was oh, like, yes, yes, really great. Like they knocked that episode out of the park. Yeah, but now. With season five and her actually going to preschool, we can actually get episodes about her, you know, interacting with preschool kids. Because there's another shocking thing that we um found out that she can do now. She can talk. Yes, she can say full sentences now. Yes, she can. Like, so with the with Lily's point uh uh part in this episode, you know, like if you uh, paid attention, she went. To the, she went to the party at the beginning of the episode. She was the one that was holding everybody up before Lincoln did his man with a plan stick and got in there. Because she had the, little, um, had the little newspaper and stuff. Yeah. So if you paid attention to that, then she knows how to be potty trained. So the parents um, obviously knew what they did. But they ended up sending her back home because she pooped on herself on purpose because she didn't want to be there. But we didn't we didn't get to know that until the end towards the end of the episode so throughout lily's point of view we uh the, the parents was just trying to uh make her go to the party they thought it would work the first time they tried the second time but lily kept outsmarting them because you know she's the smartest of the family you know if you saw any given sunday that's pretty much how it went down so with this one um they ended up getting Lisa because you know, like she's the genius. So she ended up inventing a robot called the Potty Bot. I think so. I don't remember exactly the name. And they thought it would work, but obviously Lily's the smartest one, and she kind of defeated it, you know, easily. So they pretty much just gave up and got overtired until Lily ended up getting herself out. She had to go to the bathroom. So she ended up using her big old brain to get Walt to get her out. So Rita heard the toilet flush, and then she said her first full sentence officially in the show, because she also said a full sentence in the shorts, if you yes. remember. Yep, in the sock shorts. 
Yes, and the sock shirt, uh, yes, which is a pretty adorable short. So, she ended up saying that Lily stay home forever, which was like, oh my god, you know? Yes! So, Rita was like, okay, I see what it is. So, they both ended up talking to her, and she was trying to convince them, like, no, 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 I don't, I'm not part of the And she tried to, you know, poop, and I thought that was hilarious, like the little <laughs> face she made and stuff. And they said, you can stay. And she said it again, all happy and cheery and stuff. So, towards the end of the episode, you know, she got out the restroom again. Pretty much how, like, the beginning of the episode, they just did it again at the end, like, the, the second the second week of school. And Lenny um, was pretty much just showing her how she was in daycare and seeing all the things that she did. And Lily was like, what? I can finger paint? I can go... I can go on a trampoline. Oh, I'm not staying at this crummy old house no more. No, I'm finna go there and have fun. And she said, Lily go to school, Lily go to school, you know. And she got the car keys and stuff, was trying to drive away. And so that's pretty much was the end of hers, which was honestly like great. And again, I can't wait to see uh, what type of episodes that she'll have now that she's in preschool. Yeah, like I love that part where Lenny was showing her, like, again, showing her what was like in preschool. She goes, Trampoline? finger painting like she's like actually saying words like she's like like figuring out how to say words and that was really adorable like i loved lily's subplot she was definitely the mvp of this of this episode for sure like with lincoln of course he was the star but lily was definitely the second best in this episode like her subplot was so adorable i loved when senior rita trying to pie train her but then finding out she didn't want to go to preschool you know was really like interesting that they did that you know, kind of connecting each plot together with, like, you know, the, the big changes, being scared about changes and stuff. So with Lily, she was scared to go to preschool, but then once Lily told, not Lily, uh, Lenny told her how exciting and fun it was, she was she was ready to go. So I'm really excited to see what more potential we could have with Lily now that she's, you know, she's wearing clothes, she can walk, and she can talk now. That's a lot of bribery, but yes, walk and talk. You know, she can walk and talk now. So it's going to be really interesting to see what we could have for the for these future episodes, you know, kind of like, you know, like a Rugrat-style episode with Lily in preschool. So we'll see what happens with Lily. I'm really excited to see what to do with Lily moving forward. Same here. Like, yeah, she, she can do it all now, you know, but... At the same time, you know, at the, at the same time, there's going to be some obstacles in her way. You know, she's still a baby, a smart baby, but still a baby, you know. So I can't I can't wait to see what they'll do with her character going forward in season five and now season six. Yep. So, yeah, <laughs> can't forget about that. Yeah, because like seeing the new promo for the new episodes, like there's one scene where Lincoln is, uh, you know, he's pulling off his shirt to, to, to show off his tux. You see Lily in the shot and she's still wearing her new t-shirt and shorts. It's just like, man, it feels so great to have new changes. It's like, oh my gosh, this is actually a thing that's happening. So to know that there was a full on episode about it where Lily got the chance to shine and now she has a full on clothes and design change. It's just like, it's so exciting that these changes are happening to the character, so... I'm looking forward to see what else happens with Lily. Same here. All right, and then let's move on to the big and final part of our special, which, of course, the main star of Schooled is our own very special boy, Lincoln Loud, as he moves on to his first day of middle school. So, Mitch, 
What did you think of Lincoln's part of the episode? About almost half of the episode. What did you think of his part overall? Him going to middle school, experiencing what middle school's like, try getting moving to Canada for a bit, then eventually getting back to where it was middle school. What did you think of Lincoln Lincoln's part overall? I have to say, like, I knew that this whole special was gonna like be about him, but then I got confused on the three big plot points. But they still made it about him. And honestly, like, this is my favorite episode of of him, by him. Even if there's a big one-hour special, like, he was, like, 10 out of 10 in this entire special. Like, he started the whole day, like, talking to us, something they haven't did in a, a whole year and a half, you know. Had this whole man with a plan, like he said, like, they like, three times, you know, and... He was just like so confident, ready to go to ready to go to middle school, you know, and you know the song, you know, we got this, which is like oh, amazing. It's so amazing. I <laughs> cried, man. I love it so much. I'm like so proud he, of my boy. it was amazing, and I'm glad that Asher, Asher last name, you know his Bishop. last name, um, Asher Bishop, also the voice of Oscar on Summer Camp Island. Yes. Did an amazing job uh, singing because, like, I actually had like that song stuck in my head the same day yesterday while I was at work. That's how I excited. That's how great that song is, and that's how excited I was for this special to come out. You know, so my favorite part, um, Lincoln was in this story was how, you know, he ended up being in Ball Hoffner's class. You know, which as Ball Hoffner is like, yeah, they had to make over exaggerate him to be a terrible teacher and if you've been in if you've been in school if you're not if you haven't had a bad teacher not once in your life then you you you're not a human being then. you're an alien because we all had a ball hoffner in our life we yeah. all have so he wanted to be in mrs sultan's class but he didn't because man with a plan you know man with a plan always mess up you know people mess up smart people mess up from time to time he thought he had a check mark, but it was just a, fl a flippy thing. Mm -hmm. And so he screwed up, and the class is a fool. The class is full. He can't do nothing about it. So he pretty much had to be with Mr. Bauhoffner. So, you know, he try he's he's going to try to, wait to get, his get his way out of it. So what does he do? We see Meryl. And I was like, wait, that's Cheryl? I was like, okay, so that's the way to add her in season five. But no, that's that's just a twin. So I guess that's okay, which is cool. And he talks to her, and he, he overhears what um, Principal Ramirez says about her having meatloaf, which is like, who wants to eat freaking meatloaf? You know, like, especially <laughs> school meatloaf. I you just know, had like, meatloaf last night for dinner, by the way. <laughs> see, you had, you, see, okay, okay. I don't really like meatloaf like that. Oh, but so she was tired of it. So Lincoln was like, hmm, big boy brain. All right. And then he just throws a piece of paper at her, at her ear. And I was like, dude, did you did he write something on it? No. It was something for Lynn's table. By one, something about like getting the free appetizers and stuff like that once you bring that flyer. And I was like, you are a smart, smart little kid. You are a very smart little kid for using that. That that was one of the that was one of the things that he shocked me with. The second thing was like how him he's gonna get a out of school lunch pass. By pretty much just, you know, saying that, oh, you look, you look, uh, Cheryl looks older than you. And then it was like, you know, just sweet talking his way 
out of there. I'm like, okay, I see you, Lincoln. I see you. You know, you got the older you get, the smarter you become. You know, you 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 really earning your place as one of my favorite characters, man. So he pretty much brought back something that we haven't seen probably since season two, I presume. You know, you as the Lincoln fan will probably know um, the last time he brought out his presentation. Oh, excuse me, I'm wrong. Yeah, season three. Yes. Which was the last time that he brought out his presentation. Yeah, so yeah. Cooked. And cooked. So yeah, it's, it's still been a while. It hasn't been a long while, but it's still been a while. So, and he and he did like all 87 steps. And she was just looking, eating all those appetizers up, you know, just listening. And she convinced, and he convinced her. But unfortunately, he didn't convince her the way that he wanted to. And he ended up getting shipped off to Canada. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> in Canada? Like, what? He wanted to go to a new class, not a new school. <laughs> in Canada. It's like she wasn't listening to him. Like, literally, she had, like, didn't she hear him say, I want to move to a new class, not a new school? You know? Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, like, that's crazy. So, you know what else is up... crazy? How yeah, what's up? How Lynn Sr. was just cool with sending his son to Canada, right? Yeah, like, literally, like, first, the beginning of the episode, he was like, everybody's leaving, oh my god, crying and stuff. And then when Lincoln, uh, 4 o'clock in the morning hits, he kicks the freaking door down, like, rise and shine, sleepyhead. And he's like, Dad, I'm tired, I don't want to go. He's like, yes, you can, uh, duh. Okay, Luann, you know? So, <laughs> like, Lynn Sr. he just so shits upset. him off all smiling and stuff. He was so upset about all his kids leaving. All of a sudden, it's like, imagine Lincoln having the conversation like, uh, guys, so I'm going to school in Canada. And they're like, great. <laughs> it's like, um, aren't you going to question your son going to a brand new school in Canada? Nope. Nope. Just bye. <laughs> that was so weird. Like, why, why would you accept your son's going to school in Canada? It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> you know? It was just so odd. Yeah, it really didn't make, it really didn't make any sense. You see, if they would have cut their lit, one of those Lynn freaking tackling, being a, uh, uh, you know, hard out, then they w then he would have been like, oh, okay, you know, Mr. Maria, Miss Ramirez would have talked to one of the um, parents about it. But nope, you know, 44 minutes is, you know, still we don't have a lot of time to cut stuff out. So he goes to Canada, you know, and then we get introduced to um, the next song that I wasn't expecting. I thought we was only going to have one, but hey. You know, 44 minutes equals we get we get to have two songs now. Yeah. So we ended up getting um, Welcome to Canada, which is actually a really catchy song. It's basically just a whole bunch of Canadian stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. But it was still nice. And we hey. actually got introduced. Yeah, A. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we got introduced to the little characters that's in this school. And he was trying to be nice. You know, just trying to be like, whip, I, you know, um, and stuff. So he talked to uh, his friends. And speaking of his friends, yeah, apparently they can't f function without Mr. Man with a plan since he's the leader of the group. Stella be like, which, uh, without Lincoln, our life has no purpose. You know, it's like that was for a certain friend of ours. Yeah, I there was there was like they were either pumping out the Stella kid fuel for some reason because it was like Stella was the only one that was like without Lincoln, with the everything's messed up. Without Lincoln, we can't even sit. We can't even do gym class. We can't even cook. We can't even do anything. Ah! It's like Stella, weren't you a natural born leader in Tales of Woe? 
literally the your your whole spotlight episode where you showed you could be a natural born leader then all of a sudden you're like breaking down without Lincoln you're just falling apart and all of them are like they literally can't function without Lincoln it's like yeah wait, like didn't we have an episode about Clyde by himself literally without Lincoln for the yeah it's exchange of heart was like honestly a really great episode about you know Tim doing his stuff on his own but you know, he ended up calling up Lincoln for a favor. You know, that was it. Yeah. You know, but it's it's like nobody didn't try to be the voice of reason and be like, hey, let's try to pick ourselves back up, you know, and try. I mean, like, they did try, but it was a it was as a joke. Like, uh... With freaking Rusty and Zach. Yeah, like, literally, like, we just had friends in dry places that showed that the friends could go do bo stuff by themselves with other people. They weren't together in that episode the entire time. They wanted to do separate things. Stella went to go do something with girl Jordan. Rusty was hanging out with another friend. Clyde was hanging out with another friend. They were all fine. And Lincoln was the one that was worried about the friend group splitting up and stuff. And someone tried to tell me, yeah, don't forget friends to dry places. Lincoln had that worry. Then his friends had it here. And it's like, I get that. But the friends couldn't function without Lincoln. It just felt like they were nothing without him. It was like... You know, like, some shows have done that joke where it's like, where us side characters can't function without the main character, you know? It, it, it was just like, I thought it would be like a comedic thing, and they were just like, pulling at the fact that Lincoln's the main character, and without him they're like, nothing characters, but... Literally, Clyde can hold an episode on his own, Stella has a whole episode by herself where she's a, she's a true leader. And none of them can, like, function without him, they can't even sit right, it's just... It was too much. It really was. Like, I, I love Lincoln's friend group. I love how much they need him and how much they appreciate and love him because, you know, Lincoln's friend group really does mean a lot to him and he loves them a lot and that's wonderful. But they can't do anything without him, you know? So now that the fact that Lincoln's not in their class, they're going to have to own up to that, you know? They're going to have to figure out a way to survive without him, you know what I mean? So it's just... It just didn't f feel right, you know? It just felt odd. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I know exactly what you mean. It it felt odd, you know, especially, you know, because I'm like, I can understand one thing. You know, like, if Lincoln is like, you know, it's like, oh, we can, you know, do this without him. And it's like, they he does it so much that they don't know what to do. But it literally turned into everything. Like, their whole friendship was falling apart. And it's like, that's not how realistic friendships, you know, work you know like um you know like if if I, if my friend group was like that and like they go away and like oh this falling apart then we can still try to make it work and lo and behold that's exactly what you know lincoln tried to do yeah um at uh towards the end of the special like he they they did all their plans they tried to do all their plans with principal sullivan um catching them he was trying to get out of catching but obviously it didn't work because you know plot so, they last plan, he, uh, about melting all the ice, you know, it was like, oh, we got this in the bag, you know, because they all came to go save him. But it didn't go through because Principal Sullivan might be, I mean, Principal Marshall, excuse me, might be, um, was not a big fan of, of hockey. So, he just called it off, and that was pretty much it. They went back home, and it was like, okay, what else we gonna do, what else we gonna do? And Lincoln just pretty much like, guys, let's face it. We ran out of ideas. It's best to just, you know, it's best to just that I just I just stick this out, you know. I, I can get used to it, you know. We just got to make sacrifices and stuff. And 
and there was also the there was also like two uh it was also like two things together with you know like because Lori also ended up coming home pretty much giving up saying like i can't do this anymore she was eating pancakes and stuff and then she just saw what lincoln was saying and what said and what lincoln was saying inspired her to be like you know hey you know like just you can if you can survive being out there in canada i can survive being out there in fairway you know like you you doing a bigger sacrifice than i am you know i just got to deal with you know little all these rooms you go into a whole nother country, you know, dealing with, you know, hockey and negative 10 degree weather and freaking mooses and all of that stuff, you know. And and it was really sweet, you know, where she says, I got this. Thank you so much. And they pat, they hug, oh my you know, gosh. like, it, yes, I, I'm sorry. It but was I, it was really sweet. I have to talk about that moment because that was so satisfying because Everybody knows that Lincoln and Lori are my favorite sibling pairing. I've loved them since the beginning. So, to see how far their relationship has developed since, like, season one. Like, in season one, they were kind of like rivals. They were at each other's, you know, face. Like, they were butting heads a lot. Then slowly, they've kind of slowly developed their relationship as, like, you know, not butting heads anymore. And that moment when Lori connects her situation to Lincoln's, where if she hears that Lincoln is going to just try to make the best of this situation that he's in, Lori realizes that's the motivation she needed to go back to school. And that's when she's, you know, she's like, I, I'm, I was just leaving. You made me realize that I made a mistake and I need to go back to Fairway. And she hugs him and says, thanks, Leek. It was the sweetest thing ever. It, it, it made me cry, man, because I love those two so much. And it's, it's sad that we probably won't get another Warring Lincoln episode ever again. I mean, I probably, I hope I'm wrong about that. But the fact that we had that hug just felt like, their relationship development feels so satisfying. So to know that they had that little moment, that was so, so great. I loved it so much. Yeah, I really loved it too. That was honestly like really sweet. You know, it was it, it pretty much just gave me, you know, some some fuel to be in about like, yeah, like if if Lincoln can stick it out, you know, like it then that that pretty much means, you know, I got. I can stick it out as well. That's what Lori did. That's, and it's great. You know, it's not like a, a pep talk from my parents. It was just seeing her little brother doing something that he's he he didn't want to do, and instead of you know giving up and crying about it, which he he was just trying to make plans on how to get out, but he just faced it. He said, "I'm gonna make it work. I'm gonna make it work." And then everybody just left. You know, Kai gave him a hug and said, "You know." be safe out there in the great white north and then she was like you know what yeah i can do this thanks so much lincoln and that was her last hug before you know before she officially left yeah. you know before, and I, she'll come back and probably like i don't know like three months or whatever you know <laughs> during the holiday season but yeah that's it you know and yeah. it was it was honestly the best way it was the best way to, to end to uh solve that yeah like Oh my gosh, I could gush about Lincoln in this episode so much. He was amazing. And the fact that, like, even though Lincoln was in this huge situation where he had to end up in Canada and was still trying to get out of it, even at the end, he, did again, he didn't give up. You know, he wasn't crying about it. He wasn't upset about it. He was just like, guys, 
I'm gonna have to try to make the best of the situation. Like, literally seeing my favorite character, who I've loved so much throughout the years, never give up on the situation. Even when, you know, like, in middle school, like, when they first... When we first started talking about middle school, again, he wasn't nervous. He was, like, you know, motivating his friends to keep going and, and we can do this. Of course, we got this and stuff. And how determined he was to be in middle school was, like, so... It was so motivating. And again, like, with, you know, even though he was in the situation he didn't want to be, and how he got out of it, you know, like, convincing the principal to let him into the class, he was so confident, man. Like, I'm, you know, I love how confident Lincoln has been, but I haven't seen this much of confidence in him since, like, season one or even, maybe even season two. There hasn't been such a big, like, confidence boost in him in such a long time. So seeing how, you know, strong and confident and convincing he was to get out of situations, and again, he's the man with the plan, and he really shined through that. He's just proved that he continues to be the man with the plan. And, you know, with going to Canada, you know, he was trying to figure out ways to get out of it, or even just make the best of it. But then, you know, he was like, yeah, I will I will try to make the best of this. And even his friends showed up again to, to eat, your pancakes with him like that again like oh my gosh this one part when he opens his locker and just looks at his phone with his friend group oh my gosh that part just man like he just his friends mean so much to him and his friends love him so much that they are willing to do anything for him even go to Canada to try to get him back which again talking about the friends I'm sorry like the friends part I really did not enjoy but like the part where they didn't even know how to get tickets for a ferry and Clive was like that sounds like a Lincoln thing. And I'm like, no, Clyde, you're organized. You know how to get things done. You do realize your leader was the one that kind of messed up and got himself into the situation by thinking a flippy stain was a check. But the fact that they will, were willing to do that and to support Lincoln and he did it the best he could with the situation. But of course, it's the Loud House. So they did kind of a comedic way to get Lincoln out of the situation by saying he doesn't like syrup, which, you know... I don't want to pull the cuts that he was that card on the Loud House, but didn't he pour syrup on his pancakes? Not pancakes. Didn't he pour syrup on his sushi and predictability? You know? Yeah, that he did. And he ate it, right? So Yeah, he ate it, and he didn't like it. I mean, the, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe that was hinting that doesn't like syrup, but... I, I feel like when he said he syruped out, that he, you know, he'd been in Canada for like, I don't know... How long he probably been just been eating like stuff with syrup on it, you know, all the for that while, and then he just got burnt out. That's true. Yeah, you're right. I thought he said he didn't like syrup because if he said that, I'd be like, no. But yeah, you're right. You syruped out. But then they're like, you want syrup, so you're kicked out. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But yeah, what I also liked about this episode is that in the end, Lincoln didn't get what he wanted. In the end, you know. That was a complaint I had with Operation Dad in the Grandes, and they should learn from the Loud House, is that Rodney Ann got exactly what she wanted in the end. She got Arturo in the city, versus he could just got went back and, you know, lived, like, had the life that he had before, which he enjoyed. This episode, Lincoln didn't get what he wanted. He didn't end up in the, in the class with his friends. He stayed in the class with Chandler. Ugh. <laughs> Another thing I like about the special. Yeah, side note, like, I would have to say Chandler is, like, my least favorite part of this entire special. You know, like, him just being there just to be a bully to Lincoln, like, just kind of just angers me, man. Angers me more than Mr. Coconuts and Flip combined. Yeah. 
I never thought I'd find a character I'd hate more than Flip, but Flip, I can proudly say you are you are less you are even you are tolerable compared to Chandler. That's a high reward from me, cause wow, Chandler. At least Flip has some good moments in the beginning of the series. Chandler is just an A word, you know. Like I, oh my gosh, like also the fact that he calls him Lincoln Lame gave me like flashbacks to when Roddy and used to call him Lamo, and that didn't help either, you know. So. The fact that Lincoln, not Lincoln, uh, the fact that Chandler's here to stay and will probably be an antagonist or they might turn it around and he ends up being like a friend to Lincoln, which I won't enjoy because they tried to do that and didn't stick with it. So they have to do like a, another reverse, you know, like character development with Chandler. I won't enjoy it as much as I want to, you know, because like fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on you again. But yeah, he's probably just going to be like an antagonist for Lincoln. But again, the fact that Lincoln did not end up in the same class with his friends and is like, yeah, I'm going to have to just make the best of where I am right now was so well done. And it's like, yeah, you'll see your friends at lunch and you'll still hang out after school. You know, that should have been the thing that Lincoln thought about is like, it doesn't matter if you're not in the same classes, you'll still see each other at lunch and you'll still see each other after school. Just make the best of what situation you're in. And that's what he decided. And I thought that was really well done that, again, Lincoln didn't get what he wanted in the end. And that's what he had to do. And I'm so glad the Loud House did that because the Loud House is used to the status quo setting where it's like nothing changes or everything goes the way the characters wanted to. So the fact that Lincoln was like not in the same class and he's like, yes, I will just make the best of where I am right now and just enjoy life. And eventually, you know, he's probably going to, you know, there's going to be an episode where Lincoln joins the news crew. And that's probably where he's going to make new friends and meet new people. And that's going to be interesting because, you know, how his friend group really splintered without him. How are they going to feel once Lincoln starts making new friends and doing new activities, you know? It's going to be really hard, especially because they couldn't function without him. But hopefully now, once since he's still here, you know, he, he may not be in your class, but he's still around. You guys can at least, you know, function without Lincoln, you know? So I'm just, I'm just really happy that even though Lincoln didn't get exactly what he wanted... He's like, yes, I'm gonna try to make the best of my situation. That was that was a great that was really well done. Yeah, it was yeah, like I, I I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that on so many levels. Like that's that's what was like the best part of this special where it's just like it, it, it just sets up a lot of possibilities, not only for you know, like Lori, Lenny, Lily, you know. But obviously for him, because, you know, like him joining the news crew, that's going to be something new for him to like a, like a new hobby. You know, and since this is season five, you know, and continuity kind of been strong with TLH ever since season four. That might be that might be his new thing or his new side thing, you know, and stuff, you know, like that'd be really nice. And other middle school hijinks, you know, because. Lynn is there, you know, they, they, they can have some interactions and stuff. And the fact that they brought back uh, a couple of familiar faces from middlemen instead of them just being one-offs, which is, like, really great, you know, since he was going to that school anyway, like Bo Hoffner and the coach in the gym. Um, and like I said, I wonder if they're going to bring back, you know, those little kids that he was messing with in um, – and middleman that Lynn, uh, that he, that, that that Lynn, um, was trying to protect them from and stuff. It'd be nice to see them again and stuff, you know. 
Yeah, there's just so much potential because like this special really opened up the possibilities of what they're gonna do with season five because there's just like so much going on this because like after that it's like you know Lori's gonna make the best of Fairway living in a water hazard floor <laughs> you know uh, Lily's gonna go to preschool and Lincoln of course is gonna try to make the best of his situation in middle school and try out new things again like the next episode is Lenny taking over the family with Lori not being aroused? So that already kicks off what will be more with, you know, with season five. And then we're getting that episode about Lincoln joining the news crew after these episodes. So that'll kick off another thing for Lincoln, try out new things, and, you know, with maybe without his friends or just joining a club where he can express himself. And because, you know, Lincoln loves a savvy, he loves solving mysteries. So to know that there's a news crew that he can join that's where he could put his, like, detective skills to the test. That's something that he'll love and he can make new friends and stuff. Again, there's just so much that could happen with season five. I mean, I'm not looking forward to Chandler, you know, bullying him every day. But, you know, like, like again, like with Lincoln said, you know, he's going to make the best of it. So that's all that matters. It's just, there's just, like, I'm really excited about season five. After the special, like, yes, I'm ready to see what the next step is for all of these characters going forward. Yeah, and just a little side note, like, I know, like, the big three that we focused on, but, like, there's still some, you know, some opportunities for the other characters, you know, yes. even though we haven't seen them do anything, like Lucy and Lit and Lana, well, not Lana, Lucy this and wins. Luna didn't have, like, any lines, like, at all, all Lynn Lucy did was drive her coffin. Uh, Luna didn't have any lines. When? Luna. No, no, but did Wan have a line? Uh, she did. She did. She had, she had like little, little, little phrases and stuff. Like at the end, she was like, I gotta go. This is not funny. You know, when <laughs> Lily came out the bathroom. The twins? Yeah, like, you, yeah, the twins. And Lucy. Sorry, I'm Yeah, and, and Lucy. So, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, they, those two, they really didn't have anything to say either. It was, they was all kind of pushed to the side to focus on the big ones, you know. And of course, and we're getting that twin birthday episode. Yeah, and twin episodes, you know, like, Lama and Lola are both undefeated when it comes to having bad episodes, you know. Like, Lola is freaking great, and Lama is great. Yeah. And they last episode together, Sister Act was okay. You know, like, yeah. the little gross-out scene kind of ruined it for me. But other than that, it was good. And this episode, they're going to be getting... You know, it's going to be really interesting because, you know, like, obviously they twins and, like, Lola's going to ha want to have her birthday some type of way and Lana want to have her birthday some type of way, you know. So, yeah, that's going to be a little interesting clash that, they, that we're going to have. And, you know, like Luna as well. Like Luna, like, you know, she's going to be, she's 16 now. It's going to be, like, some new new things with her. You know, can't wait to see what happens with that. With Luann. You know, hopefully she gets, she finally be mature enough to get rid of that ugly puppet, you know, <laughs> with Lucy, you know, like her uh, Mortacious Club friends and stuff, you know, see what got going on with them, you know, Lisa, you know, her, her, I don't know, like, she's five now, but that really don't mean nothing since she's already a genius, so, you know, hopefully they bring, you know, Darcy back and stuff, I, hopefully they bring back some new characters, well, not well, not necessarily new characters, but I mean like familiar faces that we haven't seen in a minute. You know, like I really want them to bring back Millie, 
I want them to bring back Lacey for like Lana's little, you know, rival, you know. I just want them to bring back some old faces to keep that continuity in check. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hope Chloe comes back for Clyde. I hope she comes back. I love Chloe. That that too. I really I really want them to continue that. Yeah, so um is there any other final thoughts on schooled or like you you know, you talked about what could happen with the other siblings. What are your predictions or any you know, like what what, what do you think what what do you want from season five after the school special? Like what what is what do you feel is the potential of season five for you know like again we had Lincoln, Lily, Lori, Lenny, Lynn had some moments in here, but all of the, the family members or even the side characters or anybody in the show, what do you think is going to happen with these characters moving forward? Like what do you want to see from them? I know with Lenny, of course, we're gonna get that episode you've been dreaming about, so we're already having having that. Well, yeah, like obviously, like with with Lenny, you know, like my plans are set in stone with that. But as for like the other characters, like um, I really don't even know. Like side characters, you know, like I said, um, like if they really wanted to, like this is just kind of a little, you know, fantasy booking type thing. Yeah. Um, since um. Frank Willard, you know, rest in peace to him, passed away. The VA for hop, uh, for pop pop, um, and stuff like. If they really wanted to, you know, like to to get the to get those big old cartoon heads talking, um, they can actually have an episode dealing with uh, grief on on they found one of the uh, they family members passing away if they wanted to, and you know, like them dealing with that, like how Lisa didn't want him to die and. Now he did. He he did, and you know, like she actually is really upset about that. She's depressed, you know, like, and everybody's trying to cheer her up and stuff like that. You know, everybody's, you know, like, pretty much went through their five stages of grief, you know, and trying to accept him. Remember all the great memories about Hop Hop and stuff like that. You know, same with Myrtle. You know, like, you know, with her too. Don't don't get rid of her, you know, and stuff. But. Yeah, it's it's like I want them to do something like that, you know, like that'll be a really good episode to uh and a very mature episode at that, you know, to deal with a serious topic on how to deal with um a deaf a deaf and a and deaf and a deaf and family. Yeah, everybody's been wanting that pop pop episode to happen where they do focus on him passing away and the sequel to Jerry Antics. And I think they should they should do that. Yeah, but like knowing Lyle House, they probably won't end to probably like replace him, you know. And if they do, that's okay, you know, that's okay. But I honestly want them to do that, you know, because that'll be like a, a very like big moment for the show for them to, for Nickelodeon as well. Like, you know, like having a character like, you know, die, you know, like, you know, some that'll be really great. Yeah, I just, you know. They're not characters that focus this episode, but I just I still want a Luna and Wayne episode. If we don't get a Luna and Wayne episode by season five or six, then I'll be super disappointed. Like everybody, I actually I actually have a really good idea on how they can do an episode like that. Oh, do tell. Okay, so this is how it goes. It pretty much starts out like this. Okay, like we obviously see them constantly fighting. You know, like. Up to the point where, like, you know, Lenny, you know, uses, uh, you know, gets upset about this. You know, she's the oldest now. And obviously, like, you know, Luna and Luann, you know, listen to them because that's their big sister. And be like, 
and, and she's like, I'm tired of y'all bickering all the time. You know, I'm tired of y'all bickering all the time. So I'm going to put y'all in your room together and y'all going to force to get along with each other. You know, it's pretty much like a breakfast club type episode. You know, like I know you've seen the breakfast, the breakfast club, mm-hmm. you know. Something like that, where they just hate each other at first, you know, to just, like, do that. And they try to escape. But every time they try to escape, you know, Lynn is, like, three steps ahead of them. She she uses, like, Lynn to, you know, like, keep them in there so that they can get along. But as they're trying to escape, they do get along. You know, they both ask about their significant others, you know, like, how's, how's you know, how's uh, everything going with Benny and stuff? And she's like, oh, it's good, it's good. How's everything with Sam? Oh, it's good, it's good. You know, and then they finally acts like why do we hate each other you know it's like i don't know it's just that you know they just pretty much have a big big uh heart to heart and then they hug it out and then you know lenny like lets them out and this is pretty much her plan the whole you know uh, her plan finally worked and stuff they finally get along and then they they end that feud you know they finally end that feud that we that we want that reminds me of the episode entangled when rapunzel is trying to get eugene and Cass to get along yeah, exactly. It's it's like that. It's literally like that. I want I want an episode like that. That would be really good. I would love to see that. Like that should happen. Like I really want to win in Luna episode. Like, yeah, it's hard to predict what could happen with season five, but the episodes that were announced already sound so promising. Again, with you know Lenny, the next again, the next episode is Lenny taking over the family right away. I'm we're so getting the hyped. episode. So hyped, yeah. I mean, again, the clicking episode could be have potential with new neighbors and stuff. But then, of course, we get the twins' birthday episode, and then Lincoln joining the news crew. There's just so much that could happen with season five. And you know, once I post this episode, they're probably gonna announce more episodes coming out with that, what other potential they could do with the characters. It's just, it's just a really exciting time to be a fan of the show. Now that we have an actual storyline going on, what could happen next with all these characters moving forward? It's just really exciting. The possibilities are endless. Yeah, yeah. So, any other final thoughts on the special school before we say uh, goodbye? None whatsoever. I just, I love it. That's all. It was. It's a great start to this new season with so many good ideas. Me too. I loved it so much. They did such a great job at this, and hopefully we'll get more specials like this in the future. Probably not another one-hour special, you know, but we'll probably, I hope we get more specials like these this season, because, of course, last season we only had one, and so they promised we would get more holiday episodes, so, and we know we're getting, like, a flip-up, like, Christmas Carol thing, but I hope we get more big specials like these, and we'll check in with the characters, what they're up to. Lori, we'll help, hopefully we'll see her in college, you know, Lily in preschool, Lincoln deal in middle school, and so on and so forth, so... Thank you, uh, you know, Loud House, you did such a great job with Season 5. Opened up Season 5 with this big school special. It was amazing. Like, I am so happy that we got a special like this that literally sets up everything that's going to happen with Season 5. It's just, it's just going to be so exciting. I can't wait for more Season 5 stuff. I'm so, I'm so pumped. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really excited. Same here, same here. I'm just like, I'm just happy, man. I'm, I'm just happy that it's it's the start of it's the start of a new season just getting the start of a new season just like with new episodes coming out weekly to monthly all over again just feels great and only this time it's just a continuity based season you know it's 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 going to be great 
it feels right, but it also feels so different. It feels more exciting than ever before, you know? Like, obviously, I've always been excited when new episodes of The Loud House come out anyway, but to know we have a full season that's just continuity-based, and hopefully, like, you know, every episode is continuity-based, but maybe not every episode is going to be continuity-based. Some might be a little filler here and there, but I feel like this season is just, we're opening up the potential stories and it's just like it feels it feels like they're going down the route of everything's gonna be continuity but well, I mean you know we're gonna have it with, with this with them aged up and stuff it just you know it's hard to predict now because of course we only have one episode but it's like once we get to the 18th and the 25th it's like here we are we're you know here we are in the future you know so it's just it's just gonna be really exciting yep Alright, so Mitch, thank you so much for coming out to my podcast. I, I I had so much fun having you on here to talk about school. It was really, really fun. So thank you again for talking about this big special with me. You know, you being one of the most special people in my life, one of my closest best friends ever, having you on talking about this big special episode for the show. Again, thank you so much for coming on, man. No problem. I am I'm very happy that I finally got to be in your podcast and hopefully I can be on it again to talk about some Loud House and potentially Casa Grande episodes. Yeah, like I, I wish I could have scheduled you for last for, for next week because it's the big Lenny episode, but Lenny got a part in this, so at least I, I can let you talk about Lenny here for a bit. But, you know, when I was doing the advanced schedule for this, I didn't know that the boss maybe was going to be a Lenny episode and I wanted to save the school special with you. But then when they announced it was a Lenya special, I was like, oh, well, I have somebody else that's coming on next week. So I'm sorry about that. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. At least we can, you know, talk about it for, you know, two plus hours, you know, before you get to talk about it with somebody else. So it doesn't really matter either way. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to, you're going to have a lot to talk about with me, like, off chat once we do talk, once that episode comes out. You're going to be, I, I bet it's going to be your favorite episode. Like I know, Leader, I, I hope so. I know Leader of the Rack is your favorite episode, but I hope that beats Leader of the Rack for you. If it beats Leader of the Rack, I will. I would just die, die a happy man. I hope so. I really hope that happens because you deserve this. Like you've been waiting for this for so long as a Lenny fan. So I hope they don't disappoint you with that. Low expectations. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's the thing with the Loud House, folks. I've learned after they disappoint me with Lori's subplot, I have to learn with this show to not have high expectations anymore. You know, I guess, but I, I didn't think Bobby was gonna be in the special, and he appeared. So it's like, okay, I don't want to think about it. But then once I think about it, it doesn't happen. <laughs> so you gotta have low expectations where everything happens in the show. Yeah. So, so Mitch, is there um? Is there any social media you'd like to plug on my show before we go? Well, yes. Um, y'all can, if y'all would, if y'all would, y'all can follow me on Twitter at KingMitch20. I am at 360 followers, and it'll be real nice if I reach 400 by the end of the year slash my birthday. You know, that'll be really nice. But other than that, that's it. What you can do, though, is support my best friend Sonny's podcast <laughs> by listening to it on Spotify. You know, and sharing it with your other Loud House friends, you know, if you want to get, if you want to, you know, listen to some good news about the Loud House, this is the best place to go. This is the best place to go. Oh, you 
you plugging my show for me? You're so sweet, man. <laughs> uh, but what you can also listen to on Apple Podcasts and any streaming platform you listen to. <laughs> That's how you do so plugging. <laughs> All right, but but make sure you follow Mitch on Twitter at KingMitch20. Please do because he's the best and he absolutely deserves it. And when he makes that big post about um, the boss, maybe y'all better like and retweet because if you don't, I will find you, make you retweet it for him. So yes. Uh, but yes. Uh, as for me, if you have any questions about the podcast. Or want to discuss the podcast with me, you can contact me over at Eclipse on Twitter or the podcast's Twitter, Casa Loud Chats. And the next time we'll see you is for the 18th bomb episodes that are coming out for the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. And my next guest will be Gravity Fur from Twitter. So I'm very excited to have another first time guest on my show like Mitch was today. So again, thank you all for listening to our discussion on school. Then we'll see you all next time on Casa Loud Chats.